If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Everybody and welcome once again to another episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic sprouts a garden of ideas. Wow! And you walk through that garden, picking. Any idea that smells good to you. Mm-hmm. And you take that smelly idea home and you put it in a vase. And instead of dying in the vase, it continues to grow. And you feed it. You feed that idea. And you make that idea bigger and bigger and bigger till that idea is turned into a money tree. And it starts dropping money on your head because you're insanely rich yes um yeah that's what we do guys give you ideas we don't charge you for it they're all great ideas you find the ones you like you take them you love them and make them yours and you get insanely rich and that's kind of it we don't ask for anything up front we're not a one-size-fits-all unit um and once you're rich once you're crazy rich, you'll be a crazy rich Asian <laughs> or a crazy rich white guy or a crazy rich lady. They're going to be making movies about that's, you is what that's I'm saying. That's what he's trying to get at, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're crazy rich, guys, yeah. then and only then do we think that it would be decent of you. The decent thing to do, Noel, would be what? Would be... To realize, I, you know, I didn't, this fragrant, fragrant flower did not come from nowhere. It, it, it was grown in the fertilizer, the fragrant, fragrant fertilizer of Josh <laughs> and Noel. When you talk about the fragrant, fragrant fertilizer, That's I what think I'm you're talking, talking about. about our feces. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, 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 from their feces... Yeah. I need to put some money in their faces. <laughs> I need to give them 10% of everything I've ever made since I got rich. Tithe us. I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> I really have no idea because it wasn't really funny, it's but that brilliant. really tickled me. <laughs> that really tickled me. Um, yeah. Uh, how you doing, Noel? It's been a week. It has been and, a week. You know, we were chatting upstairs, and, yeah. and I have completely lost track of time. I yes. literally lost no sense of, of <laughs> time at all. I was telling you stories from last week that I had told, told you already. <laughs> the, like, I, I should, the only thing that would have been worse if I had like gone into the Ikea story with you. Uh-huh. You're not going to believe what happened to me this week at Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple stories Josh went into it. I'm like, yeah, and not, and I didn't want to like just be like, yeah, you told me, because I was like, maybe he's got, maybe there's an addendum on the end. Uh huh. But they would be, but then I'd say, oh yeah, you mentioned that last week, and he'd be like, oh, I told you, and so story over. There was no addendum. It was just, yeah, no, it was just, uh, 
my complete lack of memory. Yeah. I'm going to be like a 50-year-old Alzheimer's guy. Okay. I think that's what we're we're, we're coming at here. All right. Yeah, get in there when you're still fit. <laughs> like, really en- <laughs> yeah. enjoy that Alzheimer's. Yeah. Really get into it. <laughs> lean into the Alzheimer's. <laughs> Don't try to prevent it. No. Just lean into yeah. it. Go hard or yeah. go home. That's right. Uh, anyway, Noel, yeah. have you been? Dude? I have What's been going on? Pretty good. I'm uh, getting ready. I'm going... Uh-huh. To Michigan for a few days. Oh. To my sister's lake house. The UP? Uh, in the LP. Oh. <laughs> no, not in the, not in the, no. Uh, not too far from Chicago. You're Michigan. not a youper? Uh, not a youper. Is this her home or do they just rent for no, like, they, the holidays? No, it's their place. It's their oh, place. okay. Um, and so you could go there on your own if you want to. Like you could be like, hey, I want to get away for a, a long weekend. Do you think I could use the cabin? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sure. Nice. You'd have to pry it out of them, though. You know, oh, she's got five to... kids. It's, well, it's a great thing for the summer. No, I understand that's the summer, but yeah. there's other times of the year. There are that it probably is nice to be there. In I... fact, probably there are off-season times where it's much nicer to be there because there aren't a million other people there. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying. I I, saying. I I would bet it's beautiful in the fall. Oh, I'm sure. I know they go up every once in a while for uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's a year-round house. Yeah. But I probably won't be doing any tubing this year. Is there a river to tube on, or is it? It's just, a lake. So uh, you're just laying on. Oh, is it the kind of tubing where they tow you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's a little violent on your shoulders. And yeah. I, when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, I had mentioned this to you before. So I had done some stuff where I kind of had banged my shoulder around a uh-huh. little bit. What were you doing when you were younger that banged your shoulder around? Well, so I, I played rugby and stuff. Oh, you but did? Okay, yeah. you were athletic as a child. Well, I was on teams. <laughs> <laughs> you river danced? I river danced. You, you played rugby? I played rugby. I played soccer. You played soccer? Uh-huh. Okay. I rode my bike a lot. <clears throat> okay. Um, it's all very European, not so much North American. We oui, oui. feel Canadian. We oui, we. Oui. We oui, oui. <laughs> Are you Quebecois? Now. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Uh, and so whatever, I think my shoulder was close to something. But then when I was in university in the cafeteria. That's uh, college here in America, by the way. Guys. Well, yeah, college in Canada is something different. Because um, well, you guys, too many words made up. Well, Too many made up words for the same thing. But anyway, continue. Anyway, so uh, I threw a french fry at somebody. And threw my shoulder out doing it. <laughs> and uh, every once in a while, it just hurts. Uh-huh. I, 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 I like d- did some sort of damage to a tendon. And I've looked it up a million times. There's really nothing they can do for it. Uh, if it gets real bad, you can get like cortisone injections. And then if it gets super bad, you can get surgery. Mm-hmm. But it's really got to, you know, un- unless you're in major pain for a large portion of the time it's you're a lunatic to do that stuff in my opinion mm-hmm. uh but so this week it actually really hurt uh amazingly snap back so much faster than i thought i could because it, it really hurt and i was like i'm gonna be in pain all mm-hmm. my time in michigan mm-hmm. two days later i'm doing good man you taking advil or anything i took a little bit of that yeah oh. is that the whole story that's my story okay well 
All right, just checking. Yeah. But, uh, I was waiting for an addendum. I thought, no, no addendum. <laughs> no. But I hadn't told the story before. I, except like 20 minutes ago. Except 20 upstairs. minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. Um, yeah, well, it's, you know, maybe it's your superhuman uh, healing powers. It's probably something like that. Yeah. I am Canadian, as yeah, is uh-huh. the Wolverine. If you were a superhero, you would be known as Canada Man. Canada Man? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Maple Leaf. It's a bird. It's an A. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So uh, really what you're telling me is you discovered that you're a superhero. Pretty much. I'm pretty much of, yeah. Which is kind of fitting, Noel. Yes, it is. Because today's topic is? Today's topic is superheroes, how to... Leap higher than a building to the top. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a rough one today, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are technically challenged today, too. Yeah. Our our whole headphone mechanism uh, has gone on the fritz, so I can hear everything perfectly, and Josh cannot. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. Flying a little blind. Yeah. He's flying blind. You know, it's weird. I mean, that's the thing. The, the weird thing is, is talking into the mics, I'm so accustomed to hearing my voice and your voice through the headphones uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that doing it this way, just it, everything about it feels wrong. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And uh, and like not being able, like I couldn't hear the intro. No, you couldn't hear the intro. I, I <laughs> I'm not going to be able to hear any to of the interstitials. Signs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, it's going to go perfect. Of course it is. Perfect. It's not going to be that hard. Use the force, Josh. I can hear you. You can hear me better than I can hear you. That's all we need. Yeah. That's all we need is the two of us. Just the two of us. Mm -hmm. We can make it if we try. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. So superheroes is our, uh, 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 topic today. Topic du jour. Um, you sent it to me as a choice. Uh-huh. And then was were was it seems turns out not happy that I chose it. It wasn't my favorite of the ones that there were to choose. You know, you can edit. You don't have to if you're like superheroes and you're like, ah, I don't like that one. You can you can and even if you've are you can take it off uh-huh. or you could text me and say, Yeah, superheroes no. But you know what? You never really know until you get into it how good or bad a topic is. That is, is true. Right? Some things that sound awesome, <clears throat> you look into and are horrible. And they're, they're Some horrible. things that seem horrible and that was are the, thing. the fruit of the loom. That was the thing that would, the fruit of the loom. Exactly. It's underpants. That's right. Yeah. In your face. Mm, <laughs> shitty underpants. <laughs> um, that was yeah, the thing with face. superheroes. I thought it would be an easy topic that yeah. we could knock out of the park, uh-huh. but I didn't realize your shoulder was so bad and you can't even throw a french fry anymore. I can't throw a french fry. Yeah. Anyway, I I was gonna be a professional French fry thrower. <laughs> <laughs> My career was over. Yeah. Uh, did you cry? Like, did you when when it when you felt that pain in your uh-huh. arm after you were throwing the French fry? Yeah. Did you sort of realize something serious was wrong and that your career as a French fry thrower may be over? No. Well, it really hurt. Uh-huh. Uh For it really hurt for a while, and then it got better. And then after you know, as I say, it's just every so often it just hurts again for a couple days. Um, and it's just obvious where it came from because did they did they honor your French fry throwing? Uh, 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 oh shit! They retired my number. Well, yeah, uh huh. 
57 for yeah. the ketchup. Heinz 57, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they didn't throw you out of school, right? No. You, they, they didn't. They for didn't, what? For throwing a fry? Well, renege, you renege on your uh, French fry uh, scholarship, <laughs> French fry throwing scholarship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, you know, potentially the greatest French fry thrower in uh, the world of poutine sports that yeah. anyone's ever known. Yeah. Anyway, no. Anyway. Superheroes, man. Superheroes. Eh? Uh, so, you guys, I got a quote from you from a superhero movie. Uh-huh. Uh, this is from Captain America Civil War. Mm. Uh, there's someone in there called Vision who says, In the eight years since Mr. Stark announced himself as Iron Man, the number of known enhanced persons has grown exponentially. And during the same period, a number of potentially world-ending events has risen at a commensaporal rate. Commensaporal? Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I've never even heard of that word. Commensurable. Oh, (laughs) commensurable. So there's no P in there. (laughs) No. The only P is on your face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm that not was laughing. A sick burn. I'm not laughing at the burn. P on your face. I'm laughing that uh, at least once a show. I like yeah. people may th- might think it's a bit, but yeah. it's not. What Noel just doesn't know how to pronounce a lot of words, <laughs> and it's not a bit. It just has become one uh-huh. because at least once a show, there's a word that you put in there. Uh-huh. That you don't even bother trying to look up or figure out well, and then flub it all the over. The real problem is is I usually blow up the font uh-huh, and I okay. forgot to today. Yeah. And my old man eyes are failing me. Uh-huh. Along with my old man's shoulder. Yeah. What's your excuse all the other times? The same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then Steve replies, Are you saying it's our fault? And Vision, whoever Vision is. Uh-huh. Who's Vision? She's a, 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 I don't know. Okay. I, you know, so I don't Vision know says, the Marvel Universe anymore. I'm saying there may be a casualty. A casualty. A causality? A causality. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, very strength. <laughs> I, think, I think maybe as for, for a couple uh-huh. of shows, yeah. we should just read uh, superhero movie scripts. Okay. Where you've... Fuck up every line. Well, and then I correct you. If if I was going to do that, I probably would read it first. I I, I was a little up against the wall this week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Our very strength invites challenge. Challenge invites conflict, and conflicts breeds catastrophe. This, I'm out of I'm out of character now. Uh-huh. Scene. <laughs> uh huh. Scene. This I is really n- thought you were a vision. Yeah, that's incredible. This is known as the superhero paradox. Right, mm. the superhero paradox is the contradiction between the intent of superheroes to make the world a better place and the apparent result. The more superheroes, the more victims. The more powerful the superheroes, the uh, no, I got spell corrected <laughs> craziness here. <laughs> The more superhero, the more villains. The more powerful the superheroes, the more powerful the villains. Among the comic book community, this is seen as an exploitation on the part of the comic publishers to keep storylines and issues moving. Uh, It's very similar to how uh, non-comic people feel about technology that is made to intentionally go to crap as soon as something better comes out. They just see it as a device, right? Uh, But... It does make scientific sense, right? In 1978, 
Thomas Malthus wrote an essay on the the essay on the principle of population. Malthus believed there were natural checks that would keep population growth from growing beyond status. Disease. Starvation. War. Right? Uh-huh. Return population back to a sustainable level. Uh-huh. The more out of the whack <clears throat> the imbalance, the more dramatic the correction. It also makes philosophical sense, this superhero paradox, right? The Taoist concept of yin and yang, all things exist as inseparable and contradictory opposites. Male, female, good, bad, right? Light, dark. Mm-hmm. Josh Noel. Josh Noel. Fundamental concepts in the Chinese <laughs> philosophy and culture. So maybe the superhero paradox isn't that crazy. Right? And why don't we just look around in the world, right? Villains have transformed from mere bad guys to pretty much supervillains we're dealing with in the world nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Osama bin Laden, supervillain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump, supervillain. Or superhero. Come on. Uh, no. You know, in you any. May not think so. No, he is. He fulfills the comic book trope of a bad guy corporate dude i don't know man Uh, you know yes but you know i'm just saying there is that 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 you know that thing that people tap into a lot now with comic books and and superheroes is Uh like you know are they good or are they bad yeah like is there you know just because they have the title of superhero Uh uh-huh there's something lurking deeper inside of them Eh. i think that show on uh 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 Amazon Prime right now, The Boys, which is supposed to be very good, it sort of delves into that. A bit. Okay. All right. We'll have to watch it and see. But I think he uh, pretty much is, is the trope of a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mass shooters. Come on. Ridiculous. B- Steve Bannon. There you go. That guy is out of any... Like, if you were in a, in a movie as a bad guy, you'd be, like, too much, too mm-hmm. on the nose. Right? Come on. Putin? Mm-hmm. We got some supervillains running amok right now. Yeah. Uh, so, if there are all these villains, it makes sense that there are also out there superheroes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because one balances the other. Uh, and if we're going to look at it one way, you got to look at the other way. Right? The super paradox swings both ways. Uberboy. You ever hear this guy? No. Is he a real-life superhero, though? In 1999, a baby was born in Germany with ripped muscles. He had a genetic disorder that eliminates a gene which limits muscle development. That's, I've talked about this. Have you? Yeah, not, not about Uberboy, but about this gene where, yeah. where in China they're doing tests on dogs by removing that gene. Yeah. By age five, this kid could do feats of strength the average adult could not do. Wow. Since they have kept his name secret to keep, protect his privacy, mm-hmm. but plan on him being a toughie. Chris so, Morgan. So when was he born? In Germany. No, when, when? He was born in 1999, so he's like 20 years old now. Yeah, so I'm Prime curious what, what superhero his age. deal is at this point. Like, what does he look like now? Ripped. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, or maybe he went the other way and was like, this is f- fucking out, out insane, and now I'm going to just eat uh, cookies and drink. It w- sounds like his body j- is just going to be ripped no matter what. Oh, interesting. Uh, Chris Morgan in the UK is a teen <laughs> that's so strong he can lift a Ford Fiesta. There's a woman named Natasha Demkina who found out, a Russian woman who found out at the age of 10 that she could look at her mom and describe her organs inside her, uh, began using her X-ray vision to find tumors of locals. People were doubtful, but so far, no research has been able to disprove her vision. As a matter of fact, anecdotally, they said, one of the researchers had been in a car accident before, and she looked at him and explained all his injuries to him uh, right through his clothes. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, if she if this is, becomes a thing, yeah. you can throw. You don't need guinea pigs anymore. Don't need guinea pigs. Just rub this girl on you. Yeah, uh, Robert, she just looks at you. Yeah, looks at you. Hey TSA, you guys are all out of a job. Out of a job. Uh, blatantly obvious that Elon Musk is gonna become Iron Man. He's gonna make <laughs> some freaking suit, <laughs> and he's uh-huh. gonna try to be Iron Man. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. And let me tell you, when I was reading this stuff, I only plucked out the more interesting ones that uh, were on the list. But this list of, of superheroes out in the world today went on and on and on. One of the ones they all, all the articles on this mentioned was something we had talked about before. Remember we had talked about the, the blind guy who had learned how to uh, audio location and so he could make like clicking noises and like a bat he could and he rides bikes Uh he runs through the woods uh that's crazy yep all just by making clicks and like a bat he can tell where he is uh he was on all those lists so what you're gonna do (coughs) is you're gonna get these superheroes together Mm mm-hmm you're going to work on uh, training them. You're going to work on their appearance and make sure they look like superheroes. You're going to build mm-hmm. them up, uh, and then you're going to build. You're going to make a super militia that fights these supervillains. Uh, governments are going to be paying you mega bucks. Uh, film studios are going to be paying you mega bucks. Uh, everyone's going to be paying you mega bucks but then i guess you know everyone you sort of mentioned Mm -hmm. in in the world of the supervillains are all running the governments not everyone well you mentioned putin i also mentioned shooters yeah you did mention shooters, right there's all sorts of stuff going on nowadays yeah no i know osama bin laden i mentioned you did mention osama bin laden so uh uh-huh but he's dead now. He's dead. So but is his son. His apparently. son is. But he's he's got a relative out there somewhere. Your boy Trump didn't get any credit <laughs> from uh, for 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 taking out uh, Osama bin Laden's son. No. Hmm. I think you get a little bit of credit. Or, I mean, you I think mean, he uh, tried to take it at least. You you would kind of think he tried to take it and make a bigger stink out of yeah, it. Yeah, because I wouldn't know. Because everyone would be like, oh really? Obama got it his dad. Yeah, I understand, but it's still it's like you just think, you know, for for, for the the fake tough guy that he tries to portray himself as. Yeah. You know, uh uh 
you would think you'd be going on and on about how he okayed, you know, taking out Osama bin Laden's son and figure out how to make it about, like, it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for him. Yeah. You know, but he didn't do it. No. You should talk to him about it next time you see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time you guys go golfing. Yeah. Do you hear that his bill now, uh-huh. just for his golfing trips, uh-huh. is now more, it's it's over $110 million it's cost the, the, the U.S. taxpayer. I wish we could pay more and just keep him on the golf course 100% of the time. We should imprison him in a golf course. <sighs> I don't know. Then you'd really have... Pence and uh, McConnell running the show. Better than Trump. I don't know about that. Yeah, man. it's better than Trump. I feel like more would get done, more bad shit would get done if it was like Pence and McConnell. Really? I'm of I'm of the mind that what bad stuff is not getting. No, done? No, no, no. Bad stuff is getting done, but yeah. I feel like everything would be would would be getting done. All like right. he's he, he just you know. There's so much time spent trying to uh uh corral him yeah i feel like that uh uh it's not as focused an attack on everything that is good about this country as it could be right that's all um anyway anyway so you were talking about real life superheroes yeah i had not heard of any of these people apparently i'd heard about the deaf guy you had mentioned him but Mm -hmm. i don't remember that (laughs) Um, because again as i sink quickly Mm -hmm. and deeply into uh my Alzheimer's. Who am I? Uh, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, Daddy. That's right. You're that, my daddy. That's right. Um, I looked up real-life superheroes, and I was kind of blown away by how many real-life superheroes there are around the world. We're not talking about, like, good Samaritans uh-huh. who have done something you know, grabbed a kid and pulled him out of the way of traffic or something like that. Yeah. There are coalitions, groups of superheroes around the world yeah. that get together and do good works. Uh, in the United States, uh, in particular, there's a, uh, a guy who goes by the name of uh, Mr. Extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's put together an entire uh, outfit uh made of uh body armor uh wears uh goggles pinhole goggles that he paints eyes on mm-hmm. uh a helmet and you know he's this is his costume his superhero costume uh in Italy there's a guy named Entomo the insect man okay he's a masked patroller and activist um and he goes around uh, uh, helping homeless people. All right. A lot of these superheroes, they're not necessarily... Some of them are intervening and in, uh, looking to intervene in criminal activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cops don't particularly like those guys. But a lot of them are just going out and doing good. But they're superheroes, man. Uh, I mean, and this kind of thing has been going on since the 70s. The first guy, the, the, the earliest guy I could find was uh, a guy in Mexico in 1974. Mm-hmm. Had started going around in a in a in a luchador mask and like a suit with a cape and going around and helping uh, 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 homeless people. Okay, and le- in organizing labor movements mm-hmm. uh, for strike strikes in South Africa. There's a, an Afrikaans guy named the uh, Spinnakop. 
Um, he runs the morning traffic in Spider-Man garb. Um, in Sweden, uh, there's Vaktarin, the watchman, mm-hmm. and he patrols the streets of Malmo wearing a dark suit, suit with a white mask and a V symbol on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes around breaking up fights and, and, and intervening in crimes. And I was like, a lot of these people, when you look at them, they're, they're just, uh, and there's several in New York, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. In our own city, there's uh, uh, one guy, uh, oh, what's his name? Have or you ever whatever. seen any of them? I haven't ever seen any of them around. There's a guy in Queens. Mm-hmm. There's a woman who's in Upper Manhattan, and she also goes into the Bronx and Northern New Jersey. Like they'll list sort of the areas okay. that, yeah. and uh, uh, she she works with homeless people, and like uh, you know, but she, they do these all in their their outfits. But anyway, so they're superheroes, and I was like, I was thinking that maybe okay, why don't you set up? a place to train superheroes to be superheroes, mm-hmm. right? And I was I did a quick search and there's actually a place already. Sure. In Las Vegas, there's a uh, uh, a place called the Superhero Foundry and it's a superhero training center where they learn uh uh the sort of rules and the morality of being a superhero as well as you learn uh uh martial arts Mm -hmm. the couple that founded it he is a uh, master of that stick fighting that they do in the philippines he's like a 12-time champion stick fighter Mm -hmm. and his wife is a something like 14 years straight uh champion knife thrower wow yeah they're a team they are a team exactly don't fuck with them yeah break into their house you're in trouble dude (laughs) um but it exists, and they're they're literally like their goal is is to train people to be superheroes. Okay, and I was like, wow, that's crazy! All these superheroes are out there, but as you mentioned in the paradox, if there are superheroes, there need to be supervillains. Yeah, and you mentioned all those people, and I was like, they are supervillains, but they're not supervillains in the way we sort of think of supervillains in my mind. What when I think of supervillains, I think of uh, 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 people. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, um, who have some very specific things, right? Okay. They're highly intelligent. Sure. Uh, they're obviously immoral. Uh huh. Um, they're very determined. Uh, they usually have some sort of emotional wound. Okay. That that you know is, is is the cause yeah. for their their hatred of humanity yeah. in some fashion, which all these people certainly do. Sure. But they use their intelligence in a way that's designed specifically to uh, uh, gut the world. El Chapo. El Chapo's a good one. Okay. And I was like. Well, we have these sort of like everyday superheroes. Maybe we need everyday supervillains. Okay. And who fits this kind of mold? And immediately I thought of incels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're going to do is you are, and I'm telling you, I will also tell you this. If you went on the incel communities uh-huh. and you said, I want to train you guys to be supervillains, they'd be all in, dude. Oh, yeah. 
that everything about that would appeal to them. So you're going to go and you're going to open a supervillain training facility. Okay. You're going to deal with the sciences, teach them how to make lasers, mm-hmm. uh, teach them how to make satellites. Sure. How to um, train sharks. How to train sharks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, all those things, build spaceships, build, you know, uh, hovercraft to yeah. float over. And uh, uh, these superheroes need some real supervillains yeah. to attack. It's all well and good that they're going out in the communities and they are helping the homeless. It's all very altruistic of them, but they're not making any money. No. How are they going to make money? They got to find their supervillains to fight. Okay. And once they do... Everyone's going to know about these superheroes and these supervillains. There's going to be films about them. They're going to be selling their sto- the rights of their story. Yeah. You're going to be uh, 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 doing just appearances alone. You know what I mean? You are going to make an entire world representing mm-hmm. both the superheroes and the supervillains. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like it. <clears throat> if you want to tell Josh how much you liked it, with your wallet, you can. You can go on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge amount, half that money will go to Josh and I, half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you want to diss Josh, the best way to do that is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button, <coughs> pledge an amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, and they need it. They Actually, need it to stay alive. It's been proven that the best way to diss me is to just comment in our Facebook. <laughs> and give Radio Free Brooklyn some money. Right. And you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 organization. You get to know that you're helping spread the arts, keep free community radio alive. You're helping uh, with the after-school program for the teens. All the wonderful things Radio Free Brooklyn does. Uh, you're helping that. If you want to help without money, because you're <laughs> a prick, you can. You can uh, subscribe to the newsletter, which apparently is no longer titled Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, shit. It's, What's it titled? It's on the newsletter still, but apparently so many people were sending back things saying, you've got a typo. In- Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> that they had to name it the Radio Free Brooklyn newsletter. That's ridiculous. And then the title of it, if you open it, it says Radio Free Brooklyn. But so many people were commenting, you've got a typo, you've got a typo, that they are just finally like, no, okay, just call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How funny is that, yeah. man? You can get our apps, iOS, Android, what have you. You can listen to the station live. You can get all the archives of all the shows. Come on, guys. Get with it. If you uh, are a podcast person out there trying to looking for a way to make your podcast, you can do it. You can go to Radio Free Brooklyn, and uh, even if you're not part of the station, you can record in our studios with an engineer. For a small fee. For what we seem to think is the cheapest fee in the city. Uh uh, but I don't know how exhaustive that study was. <laughs> that's that's why I'm hedging it with what we think. <clears throat> but you can also, uh, if you sign up before September 1st, you put our name in there, our code GRQ, and you get a discount. And uh, you get to record in our secret lair. 
Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, basically what we're asking you guys to do, be a superhero. Be a superhero. Be your superhero and save Radio Free Brooklyn. Save Radio Free Brooklyn from itself? Uh, oh. Not from you. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry they changed the name. It was such a good name. It's a great name. I can't name. believe that people didn't get that it's a newsletter <laughs> and it's called Radio Free Brooklyn. That's so clear to me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a typo. Yeah. Uh, they're super villains. Yeah, they are super villains. Yeah, that's all. You yeah. guys, and thank you for letting us give us our pitches mid-show. We throw in another way for you to get rich. Every week we have a topic. This week it's superheroes. On that topic, we give you so many ways to get so many rich. We also, not enough for us, because we are superheroes of the financial world. We've got to give you another way to make even more money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. In 2004, 14-year-old Ashley Quells launched WhateverLife.com as a means to show off her design work after a few years studying HTML. Her site had virtually no traffic until she began offering free custom MySpace layouts to fellow classmates. By 2005, and with only word of mouth for advertising, her site began to explode with visitors seeking cool designs to personalize their social network page. That was when she joined Google. Google's AdSense program which supplied ads to her site and paid her a share of the click revenue, which since has made Ashley millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. <laughs> millions of dollars. Can I just tell you the beauty of that one? Uh-huh. I didn't hear any of it. Yeah. And, you know, it's very quiet in here because we're our mics are hot while, yeah. while that's going on. And then suddenly out of the blue, millions of dollars. <laughs> I don't even remember what the tip was. It was she had a MySpace. Uh, oh, right. And she just created it, other people's MySpace yeah. pages. You can't do that with Instant. Or, or, or maybe you can do it with Instanet. Instanet? Or whatever you got. Not Instanet. Ooh, Grandpa. <laughs> just making up. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> that inter-suite. Fly. That intergram. <laughs> Whatever, guys. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to make a lot of money. We're going to do good in front of a college. We're going to do good. <laughs> uh, so, superheroes back on topic. You got any you got any reviews? You eat anything good this week? Did I eat anything good this week? Yeah. Uh, what did I eat this week? Because I, I had... know you've got no second topic. I don't. And I've got a shorty. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, hey. uh, <laughs> I like that you don't even bother trying to fake it. You just immediately seg it. You don't even seg into it. It's like, you got any reviews of anything? Yeah. <laughs> you do anything good. Um, I'm trying to think. You eat anything delicious? I, I ate something really good. So I, uh, I, I, uh, the guys who have the butcher shop around the corner uh, for me, yeah. which is a great butcher shop, uh, all grass-fed, grass-finished. They're really into you know slow food movement, the whole thing. <laughs> they've opened a restaurant next door. Yeah. And uh, I had some equipment that I wanted to get rid of as we were Marie Condoing from my days as a chef. Mm-hmm. And I went over there and asked them if they wanted to buy it. And they said, actually, we do. We need, we, this is exactly what we need. And I sold it to them for like not a lot of money, but mm-hmm. they paid me in uh, uh, gift certificates. Okay. For meat. For meat. Ugh. 
Um, but they also, in the butcher shop, they oh. do sandwiches. Okay. They have like a menu of like five sandwiches. And so for lunch today, I broke the cherry on my, uh, on my uh, uh, gift certificates. Okay. And Deb and I had some delicious sandwiches from, because uh, uh, they do all their charcuterie in-house. Okay. They're doing their own cold cuts. Uh, I had a really good roast beef sandwich with a, a man. You know, th- it's a funny thing. I like the idea of Swiss cheese, mm-hmm. and by itself, Swiss cheese is a nice, mild, pleasant cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you eat it on a sandwich, it gets lost. Well, it depends on the, on the cheese. My experience with generally Swiss cheese, not yeah. Gruyere. Yeah, people will say, "Well, well Gruyere, Swiss- Gruyere is a delicious cheese, and it's got like a deep, flavorful nutty." They had a Swiss cheese there. That like you could taste, man. It was really good. It was, and it just they didn't. I don't know what the brand was or where it came uh-huh. from. They just call it a called it a baby aged Swiss cheese. Really? Yeah, but it was really good. And so I had a a basic like a classic, what they call a classic, which was roast beef with uh, the aged Swiss cheese, some arugula, and a horseradish mayo on it. Uh-huh. Really nice. Deb had, uh, I can't remember if it was the combo. But it was uh, it was a ham and cheese, mm-hmm. but they cooked the ham and melted the cheese and pressed it. And they make, again, they, they do real ham there. They, they brine it themselves, and they cut out all the stuff, make their own deli ham. So it's not like that nice. m- mess. That's great. Uh, it was so good. Really good. Uh-huh. Really good. They have another one that they do a, a, a five-spice... Uh, Basically, like a barbecue five spice brisket, okay. barbecue shredded beef, and they do a. Uh, 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 there's another one that they do that it's their house made corned beef and pastrami, with you know doing it like Reuben style with Swiss cheese and and good. some good kraut and uh, Thousand Island dressing. All right, I'm gonna stuff. go there and get a sandwich sometime. Yeah, you should, and and they're actually the sandwiches, given what they are, are pretty reasonable. Like we've eaten at the restaurant, and the restaurant's pricey. Uh-huh. Oh, you get the sandwiches in the butcher shop. Yeah, yeah, it's at the butcher shop. It's uh, not at the restaurant. How much is a sandwich? Like they range from ten to like thirteen bucks. Okay, so not cheap, but not crazy. No, not like crazy. Like we ate it. You know, we, we all ate at the the restaurant that one time, and it was good. But you know, like a burger there can be twenty eight dollars, yeah, which is expensive. a little insane. Yeah, but you know, they're doing all again. They're butchering everything in house, and grass fed meat is super expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of has to be. And get rent. that grass. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> not as, you know, growing cows in New York City is tough. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of grass. There's not a lot of grass. You got to ship that grass in from other places. Yeah. I, hear, I heard it most of it's really uh, Staten Island beef. Oh, no. Yeah. I heard they were bringing the grass in from Canada illegally oh. across the border. There you go. They're hmm. lucky. <laughs> you guys, superheroes, how are we going to make money with them? I'm going to tell you right now. Superhero movies, they're huge, right? Everybody knows this. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Big money makers. 12. I looked at the <clears throat> top 12 superhero movies. Uh-huh. Uh, the top 12 superhero movies, all of them. Combined? No, no, no. no oh. Not combined. Okay, individually. Each of the top 12 uh-huh. superhero movies have brought in over a billion dollars. Yeah. 12 superhero movies have made over a billion dollars. The Avengers Endgame? Has made two point eight billion. Yeah, it's alone it's the highest grossing film ever. Now, right? It beat Avatar. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? People out there are getting a little sick of the old, same old, same old. Right? You can tell by the 
Avengers Endgame that just came out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in general, they are. Yeah. Uh, the, a lot of the a lot of people are are peeling off from the pack. Are they though? Yeah, they are. I mean, you know, when you think about it, I'm just saying mm-hmm. that you have the DC universe, which no one goes to see because they fucked it up. They've just been terrible movies. Uh-huh. They haven't gotten the handhold that the Marvel films have. But I feel like all of the Marvel movies make money. Like people, they make money, but but they've lost, they've lost, they've lost, they're, they've lost the sparkle in most people's eyes. I don't. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's not like new and different certainly anymore. Like when Iron Man yeah. first came out, it was surprisingly good, and you know, even if you weren't like now a they're comic formula. Book, yeah. Well, sure. Right. Yeah. They're 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 if if they have not yet jumped the shark, the shark is near. Well, I don't know. We'll see because now they're you know part of the whole end game is is like I think everybody except maybe the guy who plays Thor is no longer playing their role uh-huh. anymore. They're handing it over. There's going to sure. be new, uh, Muppet, new, new people playing, right? New Muppets <laughs> playing the same characters, uh, and we'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes over. Okay, but I'm I'm betting that uh, there there's some change needed. Mm-hmm. Especially well, if people want to make needed. some money. I agree with you. Change uh, is needed. People aren't just getting sick of the same old, same old. There's a huge outcry of people getting sick of underrepresented groups out there being ignored. Mm-hmm. And and just look at the massive impact just the two superhero movies that bucked that trend have done, right? Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. huge hits. And I'm, and I'm not dissing on them as movies at all, but a lot of the the force behind them were finally there's something different coming out well i think that's part of what's happening with this uh end of the marvel universe thing where they're changing characters over uh-huh. actors over you're it's supposed to be more diverse okay but then they're just changing the story mm-hmm. right uh right because there doesn't really seem to be a real good quick fix uh parts of what makes superhero movies so popular is that they've all got huge backstories already written right, right? this stuff is written and tested and tried and trued uh they're rich they're fleshed out right Mm -hmm. and the big publishers out there they don't have the back catalog just to make the representation issue right right there there are some out there but i i i I read a lot of stuff about comics flailing around trying to find top uh, schemes but one of the things I read was uh, what's the movie the the fist or whatever that was the show on um, on Netflix on Netflix yeah Iron Fist I think it was was it Iron Fist is that the one with the guy in Harlem Oh no you're thinking of uh, no the one with the Where guy he's in Harlem like is indestructible oh, or whatever yeah I I can't he that started he was the worst stereotype. Of black people in the world. Of the show, or are you talking about the cartoon? The Luke comic. Cage. Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah. But that comic started in like the 70s. Yeah. I remember reading that comic. So it was very much like, I mean, my recollection of it, it was like black exploitation oh, film. It was a black exploitation yeah. yeah, film yeah. of comics. Yeah. Um, so ideally, some startup would make one, but the copyright laws won't allow it, right? You can't get your hands on these characters, this property, right? Which is kind of part of what makes some of this superhero stuff hard. Well, I found a site out there, guys. A site 
of public domain superheroes. Mm. Superheroes from comic books that have fallen into the public domain. Mm -hmm. You can do anything you want with them, with their Uh storylines. There's hundreds are any of them sort of well known? Were they were any of them recognizable to you as sort of a someone who maybe read comics when you were a kid? The, the only ones that were recognizable were ones that were based off of classic literature, uh-huh. th- right? Because there were some that were based off of classical li- okay. literature uh, characters, but like Gulliver, like that kind of crap, uh-huh. right? But if you want just traditional superheroes, hundreds. You want woman superheroes? There's probably a hundred public domain women superheroes you want gay superheroes lots of them really lots of gay superheroes uh (laughs) this thing it was it was hard sometimes to tell the actual numbers because they had uh public domain superheroes Mm -hmm. and they also had superheroes that people had created copyright free for public use okay so you had to actually look through them to see which one they were but there were Hundreds of these public domain ones, not just ones people are right. making. Uh, but yeah, lots of gay superheroes. Uh, many of them were from like the fifties, and maybe not what we would today called artfully done. <laughs> did you look them up? Did you did? Were there links to like pre to uh, yeah. uh, uh, strips of them and yeah. stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were and they, they, and there was a I'm, character description. I'm curious if the gay superhero was more like it was more like a sex thing. Hero, heroes, lots of them. No, but you know, I was right. The gay heroes were more like a, a fetishy thing. Uh some definitely were. Some were like an almost affectation, but mm-hmm. some didn't seem to be. Some didn't seem to be. So I wonder who, like, uh, if like. Gay kids in the fifties got their hands on these. Uh, I don't these, know these books somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who is it geared towards? That's all I'm wondering. Yeah, it's like you know, it's interesting. Uh, transgender superheroes. Yep, they had wow. some, not a ton, but there were maybe six transgender superheroes. Uh-huh. I assume from this this decade, uh, century. No, old. Old, really? There was this one thing, and it was from like, I want to say it was like the 40s or the 50s, and it was a superhero, and his his superpower Uh was dressing like a woman to solve crimes. (laughs) (laughs) And he basically was like Mrs. Doubtfire. He would dress as like a dowdy old woman and solve crimes and like... Something would happen and he needed to get away. Uh-huh. He dressed like an old woman and get away. Like his one bag of tricks contained dressed like an old woman. So really, that's a drag queen superhero. That is, yeah. But there were, <laughs> but there also were uh, transgender mm-hmm. ones too. Wow. Yep. Uh, br- this site had things broken down by nationality, mm-hmm. by ability, by gender, by sexual preference, by religion. Uh, so many public domain superheroes out there just waiting for you to snatch up. They already have Mm -hmm. storylines. Many of them, you know, nowadays they're starting to try to broaden the appeal of superhero movies. A lot of them are genre crossing, right? Right. So there's, there's superhero comedies, right? There's one that just came out. It's a superhero horror, right? 
Oh, right. The one uh, about the kid that's actually like in e- the essentially it's Superman, but evil. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you might have to genre cross a little bit and make it uh, like kitschy comedy mm-hmm. for some of these. Uh, right. Uh, but it is a plethora of proven material out there. You don't have to be original. You just have to know how to edit. Yeah. Right. Update a little bit. Update. Like you it. can be totally uncreative. Like you don't even have to like cross genre or anything yeah. like that. You can just take it and just make it. You know, and change the language a bit to make it a little more modern. Yeah. And and you can you can make it. You can put these superhero teams together. Like just make it an equation. Say I want I want one transgender. I want one gay woman. I want one gay. Uh, you 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 can make a menu. Right. Look on this site. Fill the menu, boom, 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 boom. The identity boom. heroes. Identity heroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be big. You'll sell them in college campuses. Huge all money. Over the place. No money down. No, Public no, yeah. domain. Crazy. Public domain. It's like they're waiting for you. Yes. That's crazy. I think that is actually like you know all bullshitting aside. Oh no, I know. That's a like a properly good idea. No, it is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like all my ideas. Well, okay, <laughs> um, but like that's something you shouldn't even given away. You should have just done it yourself. Well, that's what I'm talking about. But I know I'll just sit around and <laughs> and dream up the next idea and just watch, just read all these yeah. comic books from the 40s and 50s. Yeah, nice. That's right, guys. Nice. If you want to get in touch with Josh to say, "Hey, Josh, you're nice too," you can. You can get him on Twitter at grq Josh Noel. You can email him. At GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can Facebook them at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Go on iTunes or anywhere you can get a podcast nowadays, which is everywhere. Pretty much. They're, they're basically comes on cans of soup. Uh, you subscribe, you rate, you review. That's what you do. If you like us, tell your friends. Uh, if you only listen you know, to us. I would say keep us a secret. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, keep this us a secret. We don't it. want to be known by a lot of people. No. We wanna, we're very bespoke. Yeah. That's what we, we're not for mass consumption. No. We don't want an audience. No, we just want me and you. We just, yeah, we just want the, the few people that listen to us yeah. and uh, uh, correct me endlessly on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, if you do want to correct Josh on Facebook. But uh, if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before anyone ever hears of them. Uh, you can get there a little early, listen to Art Star Scene, stick around late, listen to reruns. No one likes reruns more than you. Uh, around this time, you got a lot of money in your pockets. You're going to need to do something with that money. Otherwise... You'll be too heavy to fly. <laughs> Lucky for you, Josh scares the internet for ways for you to spend that money. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Josh, take it away. The Prestige HD Supreme Rose isn't your standard 55-inch high-definition TV. The base and the outer frame is made from 28 kilos of solid 18-karat rose gold. And the outer frame has 72 brilliant, round-cut, flawless diamonds. 
with a mix of sunstones and amethysts, while the inner frame is made from hand-sewn alligator skin. There will only be three of these ever made. The cost of buying just one of these will be about £1.6 million, or about $2.2 million. Now if that seems too much for a TV, don't worry, because they also make a budget edition. It's called the Budget HD Supreme, which only has 18 kilograms of gold and 48 diamonds, and it's much more affordable. It will only cost you £1 million, about $1.5 million. In that case, you might as well just buy four of them. Yeah, but they got uh, no 4K, do they? <laughs> right? It's HD plus HD... All old formats. So just buy it, throw it away, and say, what you got in 4K? What buy, you, buy what? I don't remember d- what it is. <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> I don't. You guys, we appreciate you dealing with our audio problems this week. <laughs> it has thrown a monkey in the wrench. Uh, <laughs> it, it has. Uh, but just because it's only me and you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Our good, good friend out there uh-huh. <laughs> who listens to us loyally. Uh huh. You know who you are. You know who you are. No, there's millions, uh, millions, yeah, millions. Sure, yeah. You guys, uh, we we think the world of our ideas, which is why we've made a show to present them to you. Uh huh. How do you know? How do you know that they are worth quitting your job? taking out loans, running away from your family, selling your house, spending your children's, all the money you've saved for their college, all the money you've saved for your retirement. How do you, how do you know it's worth scamming your friends to get some extra startup money? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do rules come from this week? <coughs> uh Today's rules are The Art of Money Getting or Golden Rules for Making Money by Phineas Taylor P.T. Barnum. Okay, not just for circuses anymore. Nope. What do you got? Uh, Number one. Yeah. Use the best tools. Use the best tools. Use the best people with the best powers, the superpowers, the superheroes. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Number two. Number two. We cannot get above our business. Yeah, because you're not above my business. You're below my business. You know what I'm talking about? My business? Making a super villain oh. in your super villain school. There you go. Boom. There you go. What and, do you got? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, stay focused and don't scatter our powers. Yeah, stay focused. Don't scatter our powers. You need an idea? Get a public domain superhero. Keep on track. Keep on point. Someone else wrote it. All you got to do is film it. You're a billionaire. So we're three for three. Three Noel, for three. Which I think means you're going to get rich. You're going to get super rich. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge one place. Okay. 
back, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.